Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear this today, but cut different. This is Has, your neighbor. I just want to believe it was just you by yourself. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what? I I can't mess with you, man. What's up? This is your boy G, your brother, your friend. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome Welcome back. back. On another Sunday. We got a little edition today, a, a little tiny edition. We bring Lil John from the East Side Boys. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but seriously, what's up, John? How you doing? Hey, what up, G? How you been? I'm good. Taz, how you doing, bro? We doing good. good, man. We doing good, man. You know, I'm glad to have you in the building. I don't like being in here by myself with this guy all the time, so it's, <laughs> it's good to have somebody come through, man. Hey, I feel that. I've known G for a long time, so I know how he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good dude, though, you know. This, all right. This, this weekend was um, it's kind of different, man. We had the presidential elections and all that, man. You know, we had that going on. And uh, how you feel about that? If Ooh, you don't mind me asking, man. It's uh, I'm glad it's over. Honestly, for being real honest, it's uh, yeah. you know, it I was think, tough. I think it's the justice that needed to be served. There you go. So, what yeah. justice though? What justice? I mean, because. Everybody, I, we so focused on getting him out of here. Hey, that's all it was. Hey, the that, justice of getting him out of here. That's all it was. That's it. I don't think it was anything else. We don't, Kamala don't like black people. Mm-mm. I agree. And Joe Biden about to die. About I'm just being honest. He's the oldest president ever. Everybody talking that. All yeah. That, yeah. I'm just, I don't, I ain't looking at it like he's just old. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't just old. Yeah. He about to die. He on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe, yeah. maybe that's the plan. Maybe we're going to have a black female president. I think uh, Kamala is his nurse. That's my theory. Come on, man. Don't start with the rumors, <laughs> man. Okay, we don't need that. I think All right? nurse. But yeah, we want to, um, you know, get into this episode, man, and uh, we thank all the followers and all the listeners for listening. You know, yeah. We appreciate that. And um, Like, share, share comment. comment. Subscribe. Subscribe Please. to the YouTube. We on Spotify, Google Play Music, mm-hmm. Amazon. Talk to them. Uh, that's it. Oh man, I thought you were gonna start talking spicy. You know, I, I was like to say about spicy. ten more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We'll you know? we'll be on iHeart soon. Okay, then we we, we on a lot of platforms. Yes, anywhere you listen up, we we working on that iPhone. I got some requests about the iPhone. We working on that, but for now, yeah, YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook. Come on in, a couple yeah. more platforms out there. He didn't yeah, you can check us out. Yeah, but it was a, it was an exciting weekend, man. It was long. It was stressful, man, and a uh, lot going on. And um, oh, bad news! Uh, King Von was was uh, murdered in Atlanta. Uh, that's the rapper from Chicago. You familiar with him? It's odd, uh, ironic that um, I heard about him for the first time literally like a month ago. Yeah, that's how it is, man. <laughs> you hear about somebody and they they dead. Yeah, the you know next what I mean? Month, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, he was uh, at this spot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. So rest in peace to his family, man. Yeah, we sing condolences. That was vicious, man. This it's, is it's, all I seen the video mm-hmm. by mistake because I don't watch stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I seen it by mistake, and uh, that's 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 crucial yeah, right yeah. there. It's what it is, man. My heart goes out to these young boys out here, man. And um, you know they they right now it's 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 the violence, man. It's the gun violence that's taking the young brothers out, and which which is great because the topic of the day. Is about making the transition from a boy to a man, growing from boys to men. Boys to men. So you know, and that's that's right up the alleyway. And um, you know, when we younger, we don't understand what's going on. 
you always tell yourself and you always hear it. Man, if I would have knew then what I knew now, because right. you were still a boy right. back then, you know, and you considered a man now, you grow, you know. And um, just like G, man, I learned a lot from G. And G, you know, he learned a lot. And, and I'm going to learn a lot from you, too. Yeah. I already know, because I can tell you're intelligent, <laughs> man, the way you carry yourself. But, um, yeah, I learned a lot from you, too. Um, that's, you know, one of the biggest things, like, when you, especially if you're transitioning from, like, the streets. Yeah. yeah. I see a lot of guys, and I remember being rough around the edges when I first started, like, trying to get a career going yeah. and get into them jobs. Yeah. And the older guys was, like, hard on me. Yeah. They were so hard on me that it turned me off from listening. You know mm. what I mean? I kind of okay. lost respect okay. for them in the process because, dude, you you can't go so hard as soon as you meet somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't come. You can't criticize who you don't know. Right. And, and a lot of guys were like, you know, me coming in, sagging my pants, walking my walk, talking the way I talk, and then they, they just assume that you're ignorant, right. you know, just by looking at you from afar. That stereotype. You know what I mean? Yeah. But everybody learns differently. And yeah, uh, everybody takes criticism differently, too. Yeah. Right. right. So there's a different delivery method mm-hmm. for everybody yeah. that works for them. Gotcha. Now, now coming up. You know, even when you was young, when you was in your teens, right? Uh-huh. How was it in your environment? Was, was it was it uh, a lot of the older cats that was doing a positive thing and you took a liking to it? Or did you see more church people and positive people in your background, you know? Well, let me, um, okay, so let me preface this okay. uh, with a s- short story about how I met G. Okay, let's, let's get so, into that. I was 14 years old, and I needed a barber. All right. But I needed a barber because my parents had just got divorced. Gotcha. So my mom and my dad, you know, split up. Right. I didn't see my dad as much starting around that age. Okay. And, you know, I was going from shop to shop. Right. Trying to find a barber. Yeah. You know, cut my hair. Yeah. Knew what he was doing. Right. Whatever. And sometimes, I don't mean to cut you off, as a kid, you look at the barber, too, as like a big brother or no, a mentor. No, definitely. You get what I'm saying? No, definitely. Yeah. And now me and me and G have known each other for like 11 years. Wow. So. Wow. Right. So, in a lot of regards, he's been, you know, a father figure, a male role go. model that's been positive in my life. That's what's up. So, you know, growing up. up as a teenager, it seems like for me, I've always been a different Right. Very different from most of my peers. Okay. I was a smart kid, whatever. I was an athlete, two-sport athlete, mm. um, basketball and soccer. There you go. I, ended up going, I ended up going to college to play soccer. Mm. So. Nice. I like the. Let me clap for him. You want me to like use that. clap? No, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> hey, man, I heard that clap machine. You yeah. cut that off. It's <laughs> so like fried chicken, right? Man. Being burnt in. Why is it so loud? <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. It's Who claps loud. that long? I know their fingers hurt. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, man. But um, so basically, you had people don't understand coming from a separated home, mom and pops, yeah. or get divorced, or mom or, or pops just not in the picture. You know, right? They a lot of people don't understand what a child has to go through yeah. mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot on them. Right. So you know, and I don't mean to cut nobody off, G, because I'm gonna get around to you. But for me, TV was my scapegoat. Yeah. So I seen a lot of things on TV. Mm-hmm. But outside, in the hood, yeah. you had the drug dealers and the gangbangers and all that. So 
I dove in head first outside during the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm in there head first. But at night when it's time to go home, that TV was my escape goal. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, um, so, G, uh, different generation from this young man right here. Yeah. And you're from Georgia, correct? Born and raised in Dallas, Georgia. Born and raised in Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. That's good. And you coming from somewhere else in a different time. How was it for you outside as a team? I was always seeking that, you know what I mean, that that male, that, having that male substance in my life, you know okay. what I mean? Because even now, <clears throat> like we was covering um, on one of the episodes before, doing home improvement work, it's, okay. it's a lot of stuff that I don't know how to do to my house that I have to teach myself now. Ooh, right. You know, and... Um, Every time I had a friend that had a dad or I had a chance to be around my uncle, uncles, okay. uh, I, I soaked in, you know what I mean? I was like a sponge. That's good. Like trying to get all I could because I knew after I left their presence, right. it wasn't nothing but females. Okay. I so, you know, all that emotional, mushy stuff. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it was hard to figure out who I was looking at them. You know what I mean? Right. And having the expectations they, I saw, I heard the expectations they had of men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how I'm going to do that when all I have was the, was you to look at? Right. You know what I mean? How and expe- gonna, expectations for men, the bar is kind of high too, man. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. I <laughs> think expectations for anybody right. is too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think we all should just accept people. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a whole other bag right there. Yeah, that is. Yeah. We're we going to get into that. So you know. when you were growing up, and and not to make myself seem too intuitive or anything like that, because mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was purposely doing that, sitting out looking for a mm-hmm. male role model. Mm-hmm. It just I I wanted that. I right. craved it. I get it. I, I craved the high five from a dude. It was you know a ne- what I mean? it, it was necessary to your development. Yeah, but you didn't know it. I didn't know it, but I craved it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I needed that feeling. It's deep. It's deep. So, you know, when you walk into another avenue of life and you work, you know, like when you start working, you ain't nothing but dudes around. Nothing but dudes. So it's like now you, you catch yourself kind of like, oh, he said, what's up? That's how you that's how you speak to other dudes. Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. So I'm walking around. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, Dave? What's, what's up? I just learned that one. I just learned what's that. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you're testing it out. You added that to the repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, um, me, man, coming up in Jersey, it was a little different, you know. My mom's and my pops wasn't there, you know, because of the divorce. And I live with my dad. It's bad. I live with my mom. It's bad. But I had a praying grandmother that loved me. Right. So she wasn't really there 24-7, but when I needed her, she was there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I took to the streets because there was no happiness at home. Because I've really felt I ain't have a place to call home. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, living with moms is bad. Living with dad is bad. It's like, I'm going to just go outside. So when I went outside, that's when I started getting into the the, the, the negative things as a young boy. Yeah, we rode bikes and we, we did everything. We played football. And then, you know, you want to make money. You know, you're going to get into fights. You're going to be around a bunch of uh, a crew all the time. You know, the gangbanging came into place, you know juvenile all of that you know what i mean but that was coming up as a kid i thought i was a man when i hit 17 18 got my license you know 
got my car, had a girlfriend, 20 had a baby and all that. And I was still deep in those streets, though. Right. And it took me, it's sad, but it took me 28 years. I was 28 years old when I realized that I wasn't a man. Forget all the gang banging, all the bids you did, the people you beat up, the money you made. I got full custody of my son. I got two cars, a motorcycle, a house. I got jewelry, clothes. I'm taking trips. I'm doing everything I want. But I still felt emptiness somewhere. Yeah. And I thought, but I thought I was a man. I really thought this is what a man is like. Like, I, like, what can you tell me when I got everything? You got older jokers that, you know, I looked up to at one point. I don't look up to them anymore because I'm doing better than them. And now I done grew. I done got my weight up. I couldn't beat you then, but I can knock you out now. You get what I'm saying? So that's how I was. But it took me to build my relationship with God and start getting into the Bible at 28 years old when I realized, yo, I'm not even a man. I thought I was a man all these years. That's a rough one when you, when you look in that mirror and you say that to yourself. Right. Uh, it took right. me until I was 35. Ooh. Oh, but you got it, though. I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> it's still a developing process. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's, it's still in development because... I still lacked, you know what I mean, all those yeah. conversations that you get with dad. Right. You know what I mean? Even though I pieced together a mm-hmm. father, and like you, I did TV too. Man, TV was everything. Man. Hey. I, I watched Fresh Prince. I was like, yo, this is, I put myself, I, I made up my own character right there. Like I was on set with him. For me, it was, it was like, life. like pulling characters together like Uncle Phil. Right. And uh, Dr. Huxtable. Right. And and then I had a splash of I watched and learned so much about Al Capone oh. that I thought oh that was how I was supposed to be. So when I got in the street, well, he was gangster. I was sneaky. You was sneaky and you was, <laughs> I was super gangster. Al Capone. My family didn't even have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying, I'm like even, my first gun was probably like a 380. He jumped out the window with a Tommy gun. Right. No. This is what <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Back when I was coming up anyway, um, when you first started getting out there, you didn't, most guys didn't even have guns. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Guns was like later on when yeah. the gangster music and started yeah. hitting and all that. Yeah, yeah. But when you, Right. That's it. Yeah, stuff like that. Right. You know, I, I learned how to fight. Yeah. You, know you could fight mean? back then, though. You could, you could, you could yeah. fight. You, you, you could... Fight and then next thing you got playing, y'all playing together, football yeah. or whatever. But you got a fair fight. There was no guns back then, you know, coming up. That's what I, I, I miss about my childhood. But we was learning how to be men from guys that didn't know either. Yeah, because we thought they thought that fighting proved it. Yeah, right? so yeah. they taught us that fighting proved it and being aggressive. Yeah, that's that's a part of it. like being assertive is a part of masculinity. But you don't have to be overly aggressive yeah. to be a man. You know what right, I mean? Right, that's right. all types of men. Every every man is insane. That's that's yeah. one thing that we needed to throw out there. And you mentioned that too last episode. Yeah, every man is not the same. Right. What I like and how I rock and how I how I identify mm-hmm. with with my masculinity right. ain't gonna be the same for you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Man, what do you what do you think about the process since we we all kind of have a similar you know fatherless right. background for you, uh, Mr. John. The process of from a boy to becoming a man, like, yeah. like when you woke up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you decided you was a man yeah. that day, not yeah. not as a kid though, but like when you really like you know what, I'm not the 14 year old boy I used okay. to be. Now you know I'm 20. Eight or twenty-seven or whatever, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. Like, what was that process man, of becoming a man? I'm going to tell you how, how I, I saw it. So, 18, you know, I graduated. You know, I was, you know, kind of popular. I was a nerd, but I was an athlete. Right. right? You probably being an athlete, though. Right, right, right. You yeah. Know, you always, you know, you're popular. You, you know a bunch of people. Everybody knows who you are you to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they don't know the real you, right? Right, right. So they know what you can do. They know what you can do. So I was 18. I knew I was going to school to play sports, and I'm like, oh, I'm the man now, right? Like I'm a man now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, 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 every offer letter I thought about, like any scholarship that I was getting, I'm like, oh, so that's my net worth now. Like yeah. this is how much I'm worth. 18 years old type thing. That's how I thought. I don't know yeah. why I thought like that, yeah. but that's how I thought. So you know, but not knowing, you have to piece together what you think. It is to be there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when I was 18, I, you know, you think you have the world mm-hmm. in your hands. Mm-hmm. And then I was quickly, I learned differently. Hmm. Like, with with school, with sports, yeah. and then, like, ending up, uh, like, retiring right. from sports, basically. Okay. Um, at 20 years old, I was, like, 21, about to be 21. And I was like, yo... I thought I was something back then. You thought you was a man then. Now it's like now it's like oh it's grind time. Yeah, like I had quit playing soccer. I was at Georgia State by then. Okay, and um, I started working. Like I worked fifty hours a week, full time student. So that's one step of becoming a man, that's, though. That's one step. You know what I'm saying? That's one step. I grad. You graduated high school. Yeah. You in college? Yep. Now you're working full time. Now you're working full time. <laughs> diving into manhood. It's like when we say we're a man, it's like that's the that's the period on the end of a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it doesn't stop. Right. It doesn't You're stop. right. That's just the beginning. That is the beginning. When you look in the mirror and say I'm a man now. Talk spicy to him. Man, that's, that's when everything really, really starts. Right. That's when you got to start, okay, so now you got a definition of your man somewhat in your head. Right. Mm-hmm. Now the real work starts. Yeah. I need to get rid of this stuff that, that ain't right. And I need to start applying the stuff that I got that is right. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's when, you know, the last six, seven years of my life have been been uh <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've been interesting. You know, it ain't how many women you sleep with. Right. And and right. going through that process alone was a lot for me because it was drug it was it was like beating my head mm-hmm. that the best way you get over a woman is on top of another, another woman. Yeah. And and you ain't you ain't no man if you don't know how to holler at a woman. Right. So now you, you got was taught this. that though. Yeah. yeah. So even now that I'm not a predator anymore, I like how you <laughs> use that because I, I had this predator thing not not like talking to young girls, but mm-hmm. I had this predatory mindset when I seen a woman that looked available she was or looked prey. cute to me. She was yeah. prey. I'm hey. Got to get it. Good it's morning, game. beautiful. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Lady. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, and all that stuff popping up all out of your mind now that you got it right. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. Somewhat. And I'm going to keep saying somewhat. Yeah. Now that you think you got it right, now it's like, I need to be a little bit more respectful. Yeah, true. And I need not only need to respect my opposite sex, mm-hmm. I need to respect me. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot to say about a man. Cause you, first of all, let's go ahead and debunk something. Most guys that say they slept with a hundred women, lying, they ass off. What did they say? Divide by three. Divide by three. That's it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a theory. That's a theory. Yeah, that's like, a theory. Whatever it is for a man, divide it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for divide a woman, it's like t- multiply times three. I know when I was coming up, 
by the time you was six, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say sixteen, seventeen. If you ain't knock off about fifty of them, you wasn't you wasn't nothing. But most guys, but then you do that. Yeah, I'm telling you, my era, my, my era, it was crazy. And then they had, a lot of dudes had older brothers. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they like they trying to follow after their brothers. Yeah. But so it's like guys, honest. Mm-hmm. The number probably is ten. Right. <laughs> Right. For most guys, that's uh, up to thirty. I don't want to put my business out there, but if you like ten, that's you. It's, it says something about who you are when you really out here sleeping with fifty women. Well, see, when you're doing hundred women, right? That, 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 that goes a lot. Yes. You know what? For something. Right? A lot. A lot of people do things like that when they're trying to hide, though. Yep. They're yep. trying to hide something. I know guys right now. I know they knocked off two, three hundred chicks, but I know why though. It ain't a lot of them though. That's that's my no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a lot because most guys don't have those kind of numbers. Yeah, a lot of broken men do. There you go. A lot of us have it. Yeah, and that's 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 not part of manhood. It's not. It's not. And and another thing, not even dealing with the sexual relationship with a woman or how many notches you got underneath your belt. It's too when it comes to um how you handle yourself in in physical confrontations with another man. You get what I'm saying? As a kid, you, you grow up, you fighting. So now you grow up, and it's like, fighting. you got to be a tough guy. Yeah. You got to be a tough guy. Yeah. Even the younger kids, yo, you, you, this generation now, it's like, you're not tough unless you got a gun. You're not tough unless you gang banging. You're not tough unless you using that gun. You know what I mean? So Stand, Standing up for yourself isn't always confrontation. Right? It's not. It's, it's not always a fight. I, we I know that in the last ten years of my life, I learned that I started respecting the men that walked away from that kind of stuff mm-hmm. more than I respected the guys that that was just always trying to like pop off. Right? Like, are you gonna ruin the whole cookout? Yeah, the whole night at the club. And I was that guy because you wanted you want to act strange. I was I was that guy that was ruining a lot of stuff coming up. I lied to you not parties, dances, block parties, clubs. I was that guy. Because I'm like, why? I, you know what? To be honest with you, I felt like I didn't have nothing, right, coming up. I didn't have anything. I wasn't the best dresser. I lived in the hood. I'm talking about food stamps when it came in the booklet. You got the fives and the tens. We ain't talking about the EBT card. This is before your time. Right, right, right. Okay? <laughs> we had booklets. One dollar, five dollar, ten dollars, you know. We used to call them coupons. Coupons. <laughs> so you remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I came from that. I couldn't afford haircuts. Moms and pops didn't have that money. Okay. Came up in the hood. Didn't have girlfriends. When everybody was, was smashing and playing high and go get it, I wasn't in that. I, I, I mean, I wanted to be a part of that, but I wasn't the cool one. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing that I can do is fight good. That, so, that's what I had to take and build off of. Okay, yeah, you got the new the new Nikes and a new outfit, but I bet you can't beat me, though. <laughs> kind of like that Chris Rock joke. See, I missed that <laughs> one. Like, you smarty yard, old smarty yard. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I bet you can't whoop my ass. Yeah, okay, okay, there we go. <laughs> so, I was that type. Like, all I had was was a, 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 sweet, a sweet knuckle game, and I had heart. But the reason why I had heart which people didn't know because I was so scared. So the things that I did was out of fear. Once you make a movie, you're like, yo, what's up? I knock you out. And the dude like, well, what's up then? Ain't no going back. Yeah. Now so it's wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Now, now I'm scared, 
but I gotta move forward in, in my actions. So wait, were you the bully? Or you, no, no, no. The, but okay. that's one thing. I wasn't right. the bully. But I, I was. But I, I wanted to. I no, no. Say. Check, check this out. <laughs> this this like wasn't it. I was the bully. But I was the bully that wanted to bully the bullies. I wanted the toughest dude out there. You the toughest nigga. You come out here and see what's up. This that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's how I built. My little reputation up because all right, everybody else had the jet, the new sneakers, the new clothes. Their parents got money. They got the haircuts. They got the jewelry. I didn't have all that. I could fight good, so that was my way of blocking all that out. But you, you know? touched on something that was like real that that spoke to me also. See, I was the opposite. Mm-hmm. I probably was getting my my behind whooped mm-hmm. until I was fifteen, to be honest. Okay, because we we moved. You know, back when. When when they first started the whole hood situation, yeah, we was moving hut hut, hut homes, the hut, hut houses, apartments, apartments. Okay, there you go. You know that. that okay. That See, you from Florida. I'm from Jersey, man. But you know, people, you you moved a lot. You moved I a lot. Did. You was in different hoods all the time, mm-hmm. and I was always like out of my cousins. Mm-hmm. I was either always the oldest boy, and. And we didn't never live in the same. I never lived in the same neighborhood with any of my boy cousins. Oh, so y'all couldn't even team up and form, form a Voltron? I was always by myself. <laughs> yeah. Voltron before you ever too. Almost man. by right. myself. So I was always vulnerable. Oh, So okay. I was always trying to figure out how not to be in the confrontation. Oh, gotcha. Because I, I remember times I was running running in the woods, mm-hmm. you know, and my mama had to call the police because I ran from six guys trying to fight me with sticks and knives. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, I wasn't fighting back. Right. <clears throat> I didn't know how. Oh. Okay. Wasn't nobody teaching me how to throw a punch. Yeah. Until and 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 this is still a testament to who I am now. Mm-hmm. My first fight, my first real fight when I really got at it, I was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. When I really struck a dude, mm. I won and I beat him down. Right. But I started crying. Cause I ain't want to hurt him. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I get you. Him. I get but you. But I seen him hurt. Right. Like, and I was like, oh, I had that he man thing, and right. like, like, let's hug or after yeah. this. Like, yeah. man, I'm sorry for punching yeah. in your eye like that. But then y'all probably became <laughs> friends afterwards, though. Nah, it's not nah, like today. Nah, he was one of the guys who used to beat me up all the time. Okay. So okay. Every time I seen him, it was smoke. Oh, okay. And and then it transcended. Once I, I then I got drunk on it. Right. Then every time it seemed like it was a bit of a problem with somebody, I was ready to fight. There you go. No matter who it was. Yeah. You want smoke. And and that was bad. Yeah, it was. That was bad because in my mind, now I'm starting to, okay, here go that Al Capone stuff mm-hmm. again. Now, now I'm thinking about Nino Brown and all there them players and, and, yeah. and Pookie them around the corner. Well, that all <laughs> I see them do is get in the shootouts yeah. and fist fights. Yeah. Now I'm trying to mimic them. Yeah. See, I, I had a heart coming up, though, because if I knew somebody wanted a problem with me that I didn't know, because, I'm, you know, when you starting stuff everywhere, you don't know where your problems is coming from. But then you hear a name, like, your so-and-so said, when he catch you, he going to, so I'm like, you know, I don't want to hurt, I, I know what I'm capable of doing. Now I got a heart, I'm like, man, I don't want to hurt this dude, because now it's like, this not just squaring up with somebody at school, this is somebody, I don't know where he's from, where he's coming from, what he got. Who he with, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like. No, I really don't want to hurt because I might beat you up and it's enough. I'm not trying to kill you. But now I might have to kill somebody and I really don't want to do it. Kill kill with my bare hands, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a heart. But then I noticed that growing up in the hood. You lose it. You lose that heart, man. Because you like, 
stop caring. Yeah. Somebody trying. If somebody want to fight you, they want to hurt you. Yeah. What if? What if they hit you? You fall and hit your head on the curb and you die. So basically, my mentality is like, if somebody want to fight me, they want to kill me. Ain't no fair fight. It ain't. Every fight you win, you fighting for your life. Man, you fighting for your life. And once you start getting that into your mind, mm-hmm. that make you ruthless. It make you ruthless. But check this out. This is a crazy thing. You might not have heard this. You ever? I had some fights before. That I won. I mean, clearly, hands down, flawless victory. But I lost. Because I was in worse shape than the dude I fought. I might have broke his jaw. Or, I ain't gonna say his jaw. I might have broke his nose. But I broke my hand in the process. It's gonna take me a little longer to heal because I'm in the cast now. His nose is broke. He, He gonna keep going. I'm still in the cast. I got to learn how to use my left hand now. You get what I'm saying? So, I've been in situations like that, and I never know. I'm like, you could win a fight but really lose because you're in worse situation than than the person Everybody in the fight loses. Yeah. Everybody loses. It don't matter who you are, you lost. No Mm -hmm. matter how much damage you did to the other person, you lost. Yes. And I'll tell you, you know, and and not to make manhood just about – the streets because there's some deeper things in there. It is. I, I'll turn things with this right here. When I moved to Georgia, right, that was me blowing up everything that I believe. I, I I felt I was, and this is me searching for my manhood. Okay, you know I was I was broken down. I had just lost somebody that was very important to me. Mm. And and what I started when, when I came up here, I want to strip. I stripped away the safety of. Me having a little crew, me having family, me having my mom there. Right. I want to strip all that away and see what I really got. Oh, okay. You know, coming up to a big city by yourself, Yeah. that's, that's, that's going to really show your true grit. It's going to make you a break you. Yeah. It's going to make you a break you. Yeah. You know what? So I ran back mm-hmm. home a couple times. Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> Long story I short. never had a um, home to run back to. Um, you was homeless? Nah, man. I went. I was. I was in. I was in the streets, man. I was making it happen. You get what I'm saying for myself. I'm listening. And uh, I know. <laughs> and when I had my my first son, that that gave me more to look forward to life. Like it ain't about the gang banging. It ain't about the fighting. It ain't about the money. I got somebody that I have to take care of. I have to be here for this person. I can't be locked up. But once I had him, I got full custody of him since he was born. When he came out of his mother's womb. But as years went on. I'm like, I got this on lockdown. So I start going back into the things I used to do. But this time, I'm bringing him up into the crap. The gang banging. He see me with different chicks. He see me fighting. He see me with a gun all the time. He see me doing all kind of things, right? So then, I'm like, man. I'm like, I'm still thinking this is part of being a man, though. I'm like, I'm a man. I'm raising a man now. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't get it. I wasn't a man, right? So, of course, my family is in the church. So I always went to church and sang in the choir. But you get a certain age, you stray away from it. You get what I'm saying? So, my son humbled me down a little bit. He First, it, it, he humbled me down completely, and then I started getting back into it. But I still wasn't as aggressive as I was before I had him. And then the second thing that happened when I had another son, he passed away. That broke me. Yeah. So then, I'm like, I'm going to God. Yeah. That that's what it was. And there's a few things in life that that really put a a, a, a real 
it, it, it makes you find the real definition of because you can't hide from it. Mm-mm. You know, when you become a father, mm-hmm. like if you haven't dealt with everything you need to dealt with, when you become a parent, it's going to tell them. Oh, yeah. And um, definitely, like when you start, when you get married, oh, that's yeah. going to tell you when you. This no, is, that told on me when hygiene. I got married. Yeah. Hygiene. Hygiene was a thing for me when I. Oh, uh, oh you was a dirty nigga? I thought I was clean. <laughs> you thought I was clean. I thought I was clean. You a little dirty nigga? You know, Pop tried to show me a couple things. We all was dirty at one point, though, man. You but know you know the kid. things that matter, like you kissing a woman, you need to make sure you're going to the dentist. Make sure, for, oh, make, yeah. make, 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 no. Make sure you're brushing your teeth first. You got some jewelers that ain't doing that as a kid. But that's, if you ain't going to the dentist, it's probably a lot of things you probably ain't doing right with your mouth. Right. Yeah. You know what true, I mean? True, true, You true. can brush, but you're probably using your own toothpaste. Right. You probably don't know how long. To, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? The dentist never taught you nothing brushing your teeth. <laughs> yeah. you, might, you learn something new every time yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They brushing their teeth, but the, all the tongue, all the odors in the tongue. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> yeah. And remembering, uh, uh. The stuff your grandma used to tell oh, yeah. you, your mama used to tell you oh, about yeah. wiping behind your ears. Yeah, clean behind your ears. You know what yeah. I mean? Yo. Before you start, like, being in the house with a woman. Hygiene is important, very important. When, before you start being in the house with a woman, mm-hmm. the things you, the, the way you used to clean. Yeah. You know, yourself, Whew. it was kind of like the shower was like, you yeah. really probably clean yourself about five or ten minutes. <laughs> and, and I want to have a real conversation with these fellas about their hygiene yeah. is so important. It like, is. You need somebody like guys when you have a son, mm-hmm. take him in the restroom and show him how to clean his penis. There you go. Show him how to wash his behind. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't, he gonna grow up mm-hmm. not knowing. Thinking that I'm gonna hit a, I'm gonna get wet and throw a little soap on me yeah. and I'm jumping out. Yeah. But you see with me, I have full custody of my son. So I had to show like when you have a child, right? You want them to be better than you across the board. So when I'm bathing him, if I if I if I get in the shower and I'm washing, I'll, I'll take one. If, if I'm I'm washing myself three times, I'm gonna make sure I, I bathe him four times, right? But he's learning as I'm bathing him as a, you know a young kid, and um. So yeah, I didn't have that problem as far as hygiene when it comes came to my son, but when you're with a woman, it's like. You go a hundred times harder. Like I might, I might shower three times, right? I got a woman. I'm, I might, I might do it five. That I might makes you an exception to the rule because there's a lot of guys doing what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys that don't understand that they need to wash their hair. Oh, yeah. Not just wet it in the shower. Right. Wash mm-hmm. behind your ears. Clean your ears out. If you got grandma in the picture, she's gonna show you some things. Only so much. Only so, so much. When you intimate with a woman, it'll tell on you. When you're right. sweating after yeah. you got off the court, yeah. you just jump in the shower real quick. <laughs> Unless you had a mother mm-hmm. that was like extra on this personal hygiene. Yeah. But then again, as you turn 15, 16, she ain't coming in the restroom with you no more. Right. To know what you're skipping. So now you're a 30 year old man mm-hmm. hitting the hot spots and getting out of the shower. No, that ain't, that ain't cool. But what about when you're in school, high school? Girls talk, right? So they got dirty bras. They yeah, dirty but, too. but 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 you got they you dirty got, too. You got you got six girls talking about little 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 Donald. How she was gonna give him something? He was he wasn't smelling too right or whatever whatever. And they laughing and they joking, right on him. 
Mm-hmm. And you like, I don't want that to be me, so I got to make sure I ain't Lil Donald. You get what I'm saying? So you learn. When that happens. But if it happened to somebody else, and you see the outcome of that embarrassment that Lil Donald or whoever went through, you, you try point. to make sure, yeah. You're going to be on point. You're going to be on point. So you're like, you know what? Maybe. This is not, that, that's how I learned. I learned like that, man. Because chicks was, chicks was cruel coming up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was cruel coming up. So it was like, man, I want to be on point. But if you're one of them guys that's around here lying about who you slept with, you really don't find out that you the stank one. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you really ain't, well, ain't really getting with no chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really don't know what you missed. You really don't. Yeah. And and that's that's why we got to we gotta make sure guys know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. It's and a lot. This with, is important. It's a lot with... with, with Become being a boy and growing into a man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, but a lot of dudes are not even taught none of that. Even if they do got the hygiene part, like the younger generation, the hygiene part, they I'm pretty sure they're not gonna throw on no 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 Louis Vuitton and not hit the shower. You see them shopping all the time. Uh, yeah, they will. Yes, they you think will. so? Yeah, they, they, they bathe themselves in cologne. Yeah. No, oh, see, I, I I I would assume. You know, just watching a video or interview, like, yo, you got Man, new you got woo-woo. guys that put deodorant on when they just get out of the gym. Dirty. They've been working out all day. Yeah. They just put deodorant on to keep it pushing. My thing is, and I ain't trying to, I ain't coming at you and I ain't coming at you. How the hell y'all know this shit? Are y'all watching I've these seen it before. Yeah. See, I wasn't, a, I, I've seen it I never paid that close attention to a, a dude on what the hell he was doing. Really, like me personally, like even when we, in gym, in high school, and we changing clothes. Okay, if that ain't got the Fruit of the Looms or hand draws on or whatever, I'm worried about myself. And that's how I always was because even coming up, I always felt like all I had was well, me. you know the show ain't just about us, though. So right. you got to think that there's some guys you bring out, out the big there boy, huh? right, okay. that mm-hmm. won't know, that don't know how important it is to like, make sure they do more than just... Especially your hot spots. Yeah. But make sure you clean your entire body. Right. right. Understand, like I've had feet, to. Your feet are important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wash your feet. In between the toes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with getting a pedicure. Yeah. Oh, we talked about that. Because I go I go, I go, go down here to get my, 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 my pedicure. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't do the manicure. I do the pedicure, though. Some well, dudes I do mean, manicures. Yeah. I, I, you know. I mean, I'm whatever you ain't into. no polish. Right. That's just how I feel about it. As long as you ain't get no polish, it's okay. I seen, to take I, seen, see, I, I, I seen a couple dudes with a couple clear coats on, man. Some so, guys want to do that. Yeah. Like, I ain't I, into if, that. If, if I was a celebrity, it makes sense. you go with a clear coat? It makes sense. I wouldn't. I still Nah, wouldn't. come on. Come on. But if I, say if what I you want to say, man. You got to let me give you that, brother. So, <laughs> <laughs> you'll get a clear coat. No. If I was the kind of guy, <laughs> first of all, what y'all ain't going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he was going to say, if I was a celebrity, I might get one or two clear coats. That's what he wanted to say. But, you know, I'm a back up. I was trying to defend the brothers, the heterosexual brothers that was doing it. I wasn't even I thinking was about them. To, okay. I was trying to figure out why they would do it. If you got a public public figure type of job, you, yeah. you in the public eye a lot, mm-hmm. and your hands are shown, Yeah, you might want to make sure they ain't all jagged. Right? Okay. So a clear coat would be... Sufficient. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just want to. You don't want to say. It, I mean, it's better. It's better than you know the alternative, and they they be polishing it like yeah. with some color, like so, black so, or something like. That's so a clear, clear is cool. fine, though. Clear, clear is okay. It depends on the kind of man you are. Right, clear is clear. fine. So so don't hold. go past clear. Nothing. Past so wait, clear. wait, oh, wait. Let me let me, let me, let me understand this. One so clip. 
One coat. One coat. One coat. Be specific. One coat. One coat. And you don't want so, it extra so, shiny. So, you, know, you don't want it too shiny. So, you don't so, want it to be like, I'm looking at your hands. All right, so, being that y'all said that, the French manicure is okay? No. You said one coat. Ain't that one coat? That Halfway ain't clear. at the tip? That ain't clear, man. Oh, it's not? No. I thought I thought the French manicure the was just French, like ain't the French like the the French tips is the white on top right? Oh, that's yeah. white. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can't do that. Nah, okay. All right. right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm just trying to figure y'all out. And you but have you know. to monitor how often you do it. I think going for me once a month, once a month I get my good. feet done. Yeah, that's good to, to me. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. Especially that's if you're on your feet all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Moving around yeah. a lot. So so basically, I ran across a lot of guys not to cut you off. Yeah, to cut you off. Okay, there you go. But I ran across a lot of guys that I had to tell, no, you don't condition your hair, then shampoo. You shampoo, then you condition. I thought that's how it always was, though. That's the way it, it don't make like no I see sense. Because when I see a woman, they shampoo their hair, then they're conditioning. Growing up in the house, when I see seeing grandma do it, she is shampoo in the sink, shampoo, and wash it out, and then she throw the conditioner in there. It goes back to what you said. They ain't paying attention yeah. to other people. Everybody ain't doing it. Cause right. it yeah, because... I wasn't paying attention to other dudes. I was just paying attention to what I had to pay attention to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, so we got grown into a man from a from a boy. Hygiene is very important. Yeah, for sure. Um, is religion important? I think you need some spiritual substance in your life. How you? That's a self identity. Self identity. That's a self identity yeah. type thing. You got to figure out what you believe in. There yeah. you go. And stand on it. Right. You can't be flippity flop. Right. So that's being a five percent of Christian. Right. Islam, Muslim. Yeah. Uh, and and Buddhist. Right. Buddhist. So women. Women too is a touchy subject because some dudes that I know growing up with, their mother was everything to them because that's all they had. But then when they started dating and and being with women, they didn't treat those women the way they would treat their mom. They would compare Respect them. Respect-wise. They would compare them. Respectfully, though. Like, they won't right. call their mom a B, but they call this chick a B. Some do. Some do. I Some get do it. talk records like that about their mothers. Mm. That's, how, that's how you find the way a man treats a woman. You can kind of see what he really felt about his mother. Okay. Yeah. You mm. know what I mean? That's deep. In my opinion. Right. That, and, and that's not all of him, but you can see some of it. Right. right. Some of how he feels about his mother and how he treats her, treats women. That's, 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 that so, makes sense. If you smoke weed and drink with your mama and you used to having her, you know, seeing her with dudes in and out the yeah. house and stuff like that, your, your feelings about your mom might not be the same as mine. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree. So we got <clears throat> the, the hygiene... We did discuss the masculinity, like it don't beating up a bunch of dudes don't make you tough, don't make you a man. Uh, you know, even even uh, how many women you slept with, you know, no nah. religion. We got a lot of things, man, that, that that makes up a man, and a lot of us don't get a lot. Like I, I was twenty eight when I realized I wasn't a man. That don't mean when I realized I wasn't a man. Right then, I became a man that day. Nah, right it now. didn't work like that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I just realized. I had my glimpse in the mirror. Nobody had to tell me, yo, you're not a man because you got kids or you got this or you got that. Or I had to look myself in the mirror and I seen that I wasn't a man because I felt I was missing something. That's 
Yeah, other than getting your emotions together, staring that mirror down, those those I I think those are some of the biggest things. Two of the biggest things that a man has to do. Mm. You got to get get in that mirror, and and get your emotions. You got to control your emotions. You have to control that. Right. And and you know what too that we didn't really touch on the decisions that you make. That's it. That separates a lot. A man and a boy. Once you start, you get older, you see things, you grow, you learn, the better the decisions are that you make. A lot of decisions. I, this one time, I heard a guy say that he's somewhere in like down there in the bluff. Okay. Uh, two o'clock in the morning. In the hood. He was thirsty. You got your wife and your kids in the car with you. Okay. Y'all coming back from one of them big events downtown and ran late. Okay. You was thirsty, so you stopped at the Amoco. Right. In the hood. No, man. Right. Take your wife and your kids home. Just because you feel like you're tough enough for that area, or you can handle anybody. That's something you do. You stopped there if you was by yourself. By yourself. But not with your wife yeah. and kids. Cause you I know. say it ain't even smart to do it by yourself. Because, one, you don't know. without yeah. your provision and protection in your household, if something happened to you, mm-hmm. then what? Right. What happens to your wife and kids then? Men always have that discussion a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be mindful about those type of decisions too. It is, you ain't tough. Your kids don't need you to be tough two o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. They don't need you to be tough at any time of night. Right. Just to prove a point to yourself that you you can handle the hood. Right. You don't have to. Right. Yeah. You, you know what? To. Too some 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 men. I'm talking about men. You done cross that boy to man stage. You're a man. Some men fall victim to going back. It's almost like the old school player that had the women. He hung up his jersey. Life is good, but he just wanted to see if he still got it. That happens a lot. Bad decision. That happens still a lot. Bored. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. Because yeah, you, could, you could miss some things. They might not have Nintendo no more or Pac-Man or whatever, which they do, but just hypothetically speaking, they might not have it no more. And you like, man, I ain't played that game in some years. And then next thing you know, Sega or Xbox or something I mean, come out with Pac-Man. You're like, you know, let me try you're that. Talking, you're talking about video games versus like real che- life cheating on your wife or like right. your partner or something like that, right? But, but it's a so, man. Though. But like, I understand what you're saying. But mm-hmm. like, you can be a man and play video games. Right? Yeah. Men play video games. Some women think he, that that's not no, a man some, thing. No. Some women do, but at the same time, I know esports. Mm-hmm. Niggas making like millions yeah, of dollars off of playing video games. Word. So that's facts. That's facts. Eighteen year olds, like that's facts. for real. So I mean, I don't think video games is an issue in terms of manhood. It's the decisions that I was talking because. But you shouldn't be playing video games when you need to be working. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but then again, like, like too, like you used to be a good back flipper, and you wait till you turn fifty five so you can still hit hit around. Uh, uh, but all of those scenarios are a lot different than. Saying if I still I got a wife, I got a mortgage, I got kids, right. and I'm gonna blow this up. Right. All it took for me to pursue this woman, mm-hmm. get her to trust me, get her right. to love me, get her to respect me. I'm gonna blow this up one time for this girl that I wouldn't introduce to my my partners. Right. I wouldn't introduce her to my best friend. Right. Let alone be seen in public with her. I'm gonna blow that up. Mm. Talking spicy, man. You know what I mean? I like that. That's that's crazy. But the decisions that men make sometimes, because I'm a man. I think that's a human thing. I, that, right. That's what I was about to say. Because I'm a man, and I still feel like 
I could make some stupid decisions. But not on that level. It's cheating it don't on my wife. Perfect, though, being a man. It don't make no, it, it don't. Right. Because I was just, I got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And we were driving. They talking, oh, Dad, we can beat you in the race. We can beat you in the race. Now, I know I haven't got up to top speeds in Lord knows how long. Okay? So they got to me. The decision <laughs> that I made was we're going to pull over here at this park. I'm and I'm going to show y'all I can smoke y'all. <laughs> Overweight. I ain't stretching. I haven't done this in I don't know how long. Get up to top speed. I might have jogged, got, a, you know, a half a gear. But I'm, I'm kicking up, right? Yeah. So we, we pull over and we race. And my wife records this, right? And I got up to third gear. I won the race. Yeah. But I paid for it, like, for the next two weeks. You should at least stretch. Hey, man, I still, in my mind, we're going to get this thing over with. I I, I got it. (laughs) Listen, in my mind, I got this. I could beat them. I don't even need to do all that. This ain't no, you know. Your kid's still young, so seven years old, you know. How fast they really running. But but the thing about it, I smoked them. And I said, all right, let's go. (laughs) They like, let's run it back. I'm like, nah, nah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So my wife gassed me up and we ran it back and I won again. But I'm just trying to tell you, man, the next two weeks. I felt like I was dropped off on my neck. I feel like like I got I got jumped. Yeah. And all I did was like we we sprinted, maybe a good 50, 50 yards or whatever, you know, fifty yard dash. But it's the decisions that, that men make sometimes. Yeah. We make some foolish I can make I still make foolish decisions. That's a like pride that. that's a pride thing. The boy don't die. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the boy don't die. He still got it. But but, <laughs> but you were saying though, like, you're still a boy. That's a boy decision. Right. That's 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 yeah. something immature. Yeah. That a boy would do to, to blow all of what you don't build up. Mm-hmm. Because you can lose everything, not just the house, the kids, the wife. You talking about this is probably going to affect your career. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to affect you at church. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever respect you gain in your community, yeah. it's going to yeah. affect all of that. If you mentoring anybody, if yeah. you got sons, mm-hmm. if you got daughters, yeah, it's going to affect. All of what you are perceived to be, just because you wanted to be immature in that moment, right? Yeah. So, so, so the boy doesn't die. No, nah, you don't die. You just gotta know how to tame him. You, you gotta govern that dude. Yeah. That ten year old boy is still there. Yeah. I mean, I, I and, and then too, sometimes I just showed, told y'all the example of me and my kids wanting to race. I pulled over the nearest park. Sometimes. The decisions I make, too, when I get anger, it'll take me right back to how I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's why I love my wife. Because she uh, she wasn't even there when I was young, wilding out. But it's something that she could see in me when she be, she's the one to be like, babe, think about it. I'm, 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 at, I'm at Walmart. I got my blinker on. Waiting for the person I see them putting their bags in to back out. Blinker on. I'm just sitting there being patient. They back out. A car just comes zoop, right in. See me sitting there. You know, I don't want to tell you the outcome of that story, man. I, I, I had to pray about that situation because I went into a boy at that moment. I could have got locked up. My family would have been struggling because now it's like bail money, lawyer fees, or even if I get a bail. You get what I'm saying? But, you know, job is over. Everything is over because of the decision. And it took me right back. And I'm like, man. All it takes is a second. A second. And then I had to pray about it. And I'm like, man, I still got a lot of growing to do. No, nah, it's crazy how, like, like driving 
period, <laughs> yeah. is always that trigger for people. What? Like anybody. If you're yeah. talking about somebody driving and road rage, right. it's always an issue. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's... you got road rage. I'm just saying everybody. I knew, I knew it was something people. with you. Hey, what you, you got <laughs> road rage. Look, look, first of all. You sitting up here talking to this about, college graduate. Nigga, you got issues. Look, we're about to do this. Look, look. Not just me. It's plenty of people. Okay. Anyways. We're talking about you right now, though. Because I see it look, in his eyes. I'm going to tell, yeah. tell you this. It's something about when a person drives. Mm-hmm. When I drive, I know. Yeah. It's like mentally, I don't know, safety. Yeah. It's like safety first. Yeah. It's like I hate when people cut you off. Right. Or like start driving in and out of lanes. Yeah. And like, you know, like I've been in a few wrecks. Okay. Like way more than I should have at this age. Yeah. Like literally from like when I was eight years old, being right. in a car accident, you know, gotcha. to like 25 now, yeah. I just got a new car because I got into a car accident. Okay. So... Like, I know what it's like, and I'm like, yo, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to die off of a car wreck <laughs> at this point in right, my life, right. but I'm like, yo, it's been too many, I should have mm-hmm. been gone. Right. But it's something with driving for me, especially, it's like, yo, don't mess with me on the road. Okay. Like, that's the one trigger that is always there for me. It's, it's a lot of people, too. It's a lot of people. It's a weakness. But you know what? I was in a bad car accident, and I lost one of my best friends this car accident. Shortly after that, I was—I was—I was, I didn't want to drive. Yeah. After that, you know what I mean? Like I, I never had these kind of accidents. That's, that's I mean, I've had fender benders. I've been in some accidents, but I was in something real bad. Right. And I lost one of my best friends, man. So you know, I was bedridden, so I couldn't drive. You know, at the time. But once I was able to get back, I did not want to get behind the wheel, and I wasn't the one driving. That phobia kicked. The phobia, yeah. but I wasn't even the one driving. I just seen what happened in this wreck, and I'm like. Nah, but I got the confidence up, and I wound up going to school, CDL, and um, I'm a CDL driver, and we learned a lot of things, though, that could prevent that road rage, like if you're driving, and you see somebody, like, constantly, like, looking over, and they're in front of you, yeah, and they're looking over, it's like, that fool's gonna get in that left lane, we know he's gonna do, so it's like, you gotta learn how to drive for other people. It's it's always, it's always, like, (laughs) preventative, right, right, it's always, you know, safe driving and stuff like that. And I mean that's but how that, you gotta that, look, that's how you gotta think about it too. But that but that 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 gets to you, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna follow you as soon as you get back. I won't say I won't say how far you gonna go, nigga, because I'm know, with the smoke. I want all of it. You heard my story. A lot of ways now, <laughs> to deal with rage, so, uh-huh. to deal with any type of rage, you know, I like using tools like you know that three seconds. Oh, the three second tool. Yeah, rule? just count out loud. Count out loud to calm yourself down. Yeah, calm down and think about it. Is this worth dying for right mm. you know what i mean is this worth losing what i got yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so if if you think about those things you'll calm down ain't none of that worth <clears throat> getting to where you trying to go you know what right. i mean wherever you're on your way to you want to make sure you go there right you, you know what you know what keeps me grounded a little bit um i'm always throw god in the equation man because he's the one that saved me from my life of that I was living downhill, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you saved you. He saved me. I can't give credit to nobody but him because he was there the whole time. I just wasn't listening. And I, you know what I mean? I didn't take heed. And it took, you can't do things by, everything you can't do by yourself. Because if you can, it'd be like, you don't really need him. It'd be a bunch of albums. Right. And what, what, what really brings me back to calm me down out of everything 
it's like I don't want to be displeasing to God first and foremost I don't want to do nothing to be displeasing to God and you know like I said it, it, it's you finna cry <laughs> hey man cut the tape no I'm playing <laughs> nah, I don't want to be displeasing to God in no kind of way and I don't want to sell myself short man like I don't want to take one step forward to take ten steps back yeah. so I always keep God on my you know, really on my mind when it comes because it's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to be in a rage. And I know that because if you're in a rage, that's of Satan. Yeah. And that that's the thing that really keep me focused. And you know, the three second rule, uh, three second rule is great, but that don't work for me. It takes more than three seconds, or so you got to say something that penetrates Count quick. Count Ten ain't gonna work, though. I'm telling you, because you know why? If I get upset, seven more seconds. The longer, if a problem occur, and this is how I am, the longer that a problem occur, the more angry, the more angry I'm going to get. And they be like, oh, sleep on it. Sleep. I sleep on something and wake up. Now I'm in the rage. And the longer it go, the, the madder I'm going to get. See, that's, and that's a you problem. Yeah. It is. That ain't, I know. That ain't a problem. They don't got nothing. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's like, a, um, I don't know, one of my friends always tells me, um, you're supposed to feel what you're going to feel. Feel you feel. Mm. You have to feel it okay. because you can't move on if yeah. you don't feel it. Whether it's anger, right. frustration, being sad, being depressed, whatever it is, you have to feel it right. because you you have to go back, you know, analyze the situation, mm-hmm. and then figure out how to move on from it. Right. Whatever it is. What I want to ask so you that goes into like trauma. It goes into trauma. It mm-hmm. goes into um, just sad. it could be sadness. It could be. You know, mm-hmm. frustration. It could be anger. It could yeah. be any kind of depression. Or let's let's feeling. talk about trauma and depression and all that for a second. Yeah. Okay, we about to we we about to get spicy. I, this I, is have a, I have a theory about that, and I and I think a lot of therapists have echoed this o- over the years. Mm-hmm. Speak up, so we can hear you too. You can kind of um, don't tell me to speak up. Blair. I want to hear this. I'm man. smooth. Okay. You you gotta, y'all need to smooth. Ooh, I need to, I need to smooth myself. Yeah, yeah, who do you think he is? Vin Rains? <laughs> don't, don't cross your legs, because I'm telling you. I see him about to do it. Look, you I better not do it. it. I can't do it. That'll hurt my hips. I need my hips to walk. Yeah, pull a hamstring trying to cross his legs. I, I like that. Hips yeah, to walk. But go ahead. Um, we, we into But it. you ever notice whenever you're dealing with any type of adversity, it brings you back. Like, if you've experienced any mm-hmm. any type of trauma in your life, you immediately, no matter how mature you are, mm-hmm. if you haven't dealt with this thing all the way out, if it happened at 14, when somebody upsets you, right. when somebody hurts you, mm-hmm. when somebody disappoints you, right. your emotions ties you back to right. 14. And, and I don't mean to cut you off. I was just talking about losing my son. It got to me. It, yo, I... So, uh, I it got to me. You meant to cut me off. I didn't mean to cut you off. It got to me. But you're right. And and you know, maybe there's a lot of outlets. You know what I mean? But see, not just in that area. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is a little bit deeper than that. Even when you dealt with that trauma. Right. And I'm so sorry that you even had to go through that, brother. Mm-hmm. But when you go through anything, right. whenever you first experience trauma that you hadn't dealt with, mm-hmm. you instantly... Like how mad you got then? Yeah, you got mad. Like if you if it mm-hmm. happened to you 
that, that trauma happened at 16, mm-hmm. 15, 21. Right. If it happened, you're instantly back dealing with things because you're going to deal with things mm-hmm. like the 14 year old. Yeah, okay. I, I understand. It's the first, the first occurrence. Yeah. That thing. Okay. Yeah. It, so that's it's, how you. It's, it's in you to handle trauma that way. Right. Okay. Gotcha. That's, that's, that's what taught you how to deal with things. I get that. that and makes a lot sense. of guys, like you'll see when you get upset. Like you said, when you seen that, the little, when the lady stole your parking spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you it was a dude. It was a dude. Well, but lady yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you reverted back to how yeah. you was, how you dealt with things then. when you were younger. Right. Even though you're a full-grown man, you, you have better understanding. You're more insight. Your wife in the car with you. Yeah, and the kids. Yeah, man, I didn't care. I, I was, I was, I was I'd be snapping sometimes. Like, I try not to get there, though. That's but you know what? That you're, you're right. You're right. But that's why you have to deal with the thing that happened okay. at that age. Yeah. First and foremost, you need to deal with whatever that was that threw you off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to deal with that now. Oh, this is my therapy plug. I feel like everybody should do therapy. My nephew said that before. Yeah, I started therapy like a month ago. It's, it's good, good money. It works, right? I'm, I'm good. You I mean, about I'm, to pop off. I'm working, I'm working through things. I don't want to get into your business, man. You seem like a cool. I want to get into your business. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, hey, I'm lying. Hey, I'm, I'm just trying to butter this I'm, nigga I'm, up. I'm gonna be back next week. I no, need, no. I need, sure I need the haircut. So we we need to hear this now. <laughs> you seem like a well mannered guy. We understand. Mom and dad had a divorce. But you went to college, you you know, you got a little injury and all that, yeah. and then you start working and you're doing your thing, you got car quiet and I see you riding real nice in a nice car. <laughs> what the fuck you do? You feel you need therapy. Man, look. You gonna beat up your girlfriend or from something? The, look, from the outside looking in, <laughs> you know, anything can seem what it is. But there's always underlying and internal conflict and like whether it's There's self- two sides to everybody, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's self-image, whether it's... This, um, this nigga's a killer. <laughs> and he sells drugs. Well, go ahead. I'm listening. I don't know if the podcast heard that, but... <laughs> That's why I was I'm, whispering. I'm over here dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But nah, but... It's always know. it's always something like, nobody's life is perfect. Right. Like, no matter right, the right, income right. level, no yeah, matter, yeah. you yeah. know, the perceived, oh, you grew up in a two-parent household. Like, literally, mm-hmm. I had somebody tell me I was privileged, uh, oh, yeah? a, like, a week or two ago. Wow. And I'm just like, just because I didn't come from low income. Right, right. Just be, like... Middle, Everybody has their problems. Like, middle class is middle class. Right. Like, I wasn't super rich. Right. I mean, I didn't have everything that I wanted in life. Right. Of course, there was some sacrifices that... My parents, Had my mom, me. for sure made mm-hmm. for me to get what I needed. Gotcha. And that shouldn't be penalized. That shouldn't be penalized. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a, a privilege thing. I think that's a, a circumstantial thing. Right. Um, and it's a blessing. And it's a blessing, right. That you didn't have to go to a public it house. Is. It right. is. Right. I don't think that's I, that's not privilege in my mind. That's so right. so that goes into that whole black, are you black conversation. Right. Yeah. And it was one of those conversations I yeah. was having with that person. So um, as men, do you think that we all... No matter where we came from, we all should have some type of counseling to a, to a degree. I don't know, but you spent that. I was interested in seeing where this brother was going. Nah, <laughs> man, because I can, backed can I off. Comment? I got scared. I, I want to comment on that, though. No, nah, I, I, like, I, I, like, I Can I comment on that real quick? I'm in my therapist chair look, right look, now. Look, we can go I back. had to back off. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> we can go I back see back. where he going, <laughs> but I got scared. <laughs> he about to tell us some gruesome shit. He he got a body in the trunk right now. I ain't trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm trying to back off. But go ahead. What you saying? I want to comment on that. I feel like... I feel like, I don't know, you know, everybody grows up different. Yeah. So, 
you might have an open enough relationship <laughs> with whether it's your parents or a friend group or something where you can freely communicate mm-hmm. those traumas and those issues. You said trauma. I'm getting scared again. Let's cut this well, off. Just in general, like just those issues that you yeah, have. Yeah, you got to sit with you, man. And look, come back next week. We're going to talk about something totally different, man. So what, what would you tell the young brothers? Because, you know, we just lost King Von, which was yeah. a good rapper. He was a public figure and everything, no matter what his past was. Right. Um, what do we tell the young men coming into man, manhood that can um, just let them know some of the things that they got to deal with? I mean, Because everybody called himself a man, so let right. them know. I feel know? like the biggest thing for me is mm-hmm. don't let someone define your manhood mm. in terms of not being super aggressive because yeah. I'm not super aggressive <clears throat> not being um, able to be in touch with like a more sensitive side like right. whether it's like the the love and affection you show towards a child mm-hmm. or um, you know just anything yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be afraid of just because right. you see a roach, you ain't got to stomp on them. Right, you right, can pick right. them up you and place them outside. Them outside. Right, right. I got you. Right. I got it you. could be any of those things. <laughs> so, like, I would just say don't let the definition of what being a man is to the streets. Right. Or, like, where you're from, mm-hmm. your community, define what that is for you. For you. It's, not, you. it's not geographical. It's not. I'm going I'm, I'm to ask you the same question. I'll ask it again, or you can just, you know, piggyback off of that, what he said, because i like to hear from you. Going from a... Uh, a boy to a man. What would you tell these dudes that's coming up? Because we got the King Von situations, man. That they, he, you can't tell him that he wasn't a man. You know what I mean? In his eyes, to the world. I, well, for me, it's echoing what what we discussed uh, earlier. If you can't find yourself in in, in your surroundings and, and in what you do and what what your role is, you can always find yourself in God. There you go. That's, that's I, the, I learned, I, I spent a lot of times, even in ministry, trying to define what a man was. Mm. And we all got all these different theories. I say, one, don't let a woman define that for you. Okay. Don't let nobody else, like he said, like John said. The streets. Let, let anything else form. You know what I mean? There you go. Describe or, or define mm-hmm. what it is to be a man. Because being a man... It's still being you. Right. You still have to be your true self. True. And if you look in biblically, it's right there in Genesis. What a man is. Here we go. That's the beginning. Who you are is what you find when you when you go to a more spiritual level. Right. You know what I mean? When you can face that mirror, when you can face your insecurities, Mm -hmm. that's when you find out who you are. But being a man is a role. Yeah. That we have in this life. You know what I mean? It's a title that's thrown around all over the place. <clears throat> but being responsible enough to take on what God put you in place for. I say that. Amen. And like watching you behind. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your ass. Can I say yeah. one thing about the biblical definition of a man? Um, okay. He's right. There's plenty of scriptures. It is. That define a man, how you're supposed to treat a woman, how mm-hmm. you're supposed to... Yeah. You know, treat your family, right. your kids, your neighbors, other people, yeah. other people right, right. right. Um, but I know me growing up, so my dad was is a reverend. Like oh. he has Your dad's a pastor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those be the worst kids, don't it? <laughs> PK too. 
And I'm over here sitting in jail with you, nigga. This is why I'm bringing all this Look, negative. So I, I, I just said that yeah, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. that, like, growing up, I used to go to church camps and, like, right. you know, whether it's, like, summer camps and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You and, you know, you nice had, Huh? You went to a nice church. Well, I mean, living here, I ended up going to, like, a white church, like, a non-denominational white church okay. for a long time. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to speak about that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> anyways... So, <laughs> this nigga about to start talking spicy. He just don't want to, but he about to. Go I, ahead, I'm listening. Go ahead. I was going to say that, you know, like, when you go to those camps and stuff, there's, like, Bible scriptures and stuff that you they want you to memorize. It might be a game or something, mm-hmm. like, for the, the end of the week. It's like, right. oh, who has the most points on this, this yeah. list and yeah. stuff, right? And, like, I don't know what it was, but I could memorize the love chapter. Okay. Like, yeah, love. from a young age. I'm talking about 10 maybe 9, 10, 11 years old, like, I was memorizing that chapter That's in its good entirety. Though. And I feel like for that chapter, that chapter kind of made me see what being a man is in mm. a certain sense. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, the part about as a as a man, I put away childish things. Yes. Mm. Like, understanding, you know, love mm-hmm. on a different level, like, loving your neighbors, loving... You know, your parents loving... Told you. <laughs> Told you the other week. Loving, you know, your, your your spouse. The Ten Commandments. Exactly. The Ten Commandments are... You, you, you know, uh, somebody told me a while ago, and I never looked at the Ten Commandments the way I do now, mm-hmm. but one or two are about your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. The other eight or nine is how you treat everybody else. Right. You can't claim to have a spiritual uh, relationship with God or, or mm-hmm. a relationship with God if you treat people like crap. Right, right. right. That's, that's, that's real. That's facts, man. I can't argue that. I mean, think about it. It's the golden rule for a reason, right? Treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. And that's, like you said, eight of not the how they commandments. Treat, not how they treat you. you. Right, how you treat them. How you treat them. You you treat them. I had a conversation about that. I had a conversation about that yesterday. Oh, man. I was just like, yo, you just got to treat people better than the way they treat, treat you. Treat you. Yeah. Period. Because, like, I was, in a, I was in a situation where uh, I valet, you know, okay. part-time or whatever. So You stole the nigga car. He wanted no, 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 no. Okay, I'm like, sorry. Like, the way... My, the owner of the company treats the employees is one way, oh, right. but the owner, you know, is in the hospital. Oh. Like he, he he went to the hospital. You put him there? No, no, no. Man, you gotta stop talking spicy. I know you me. did some it's shit, man. All right, me. but go ahead. All right, okay. Well, he was in the hospital. And he calling everybody trying to fill a spot because he working a lot, right? Oh, okay. And I'm just like, yo, I'm a I'm gonna do this. You know, he doesn't always treat me the best way. He doesn't treat everybody the best way. But you're gonna do that. You know, I'm gonna do it because I want somebody to treat me better. And I treated them. Ooh. In the world we live in, sometimes we have to treat teach people how to how to treat, treat us. Right. Yeah. You know this this is it's 2020. We're so far removed from whatever spiritual backing you have. We are so far removed from that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to teach people how to how, how to, to treat, treat you. you. Right. And you do that by how you treat them. Right. right. Regardless if they talking uh, to steal one of your words, if they talking spicy. That don't mean you have to get I, into I, it. I, I can sue him for that because I didn't authorize him to use that word. Yeah, but we, we ain't going to get into but it. But you don't, you don't have to treat mm-hmm. them spicy right. yeah. in return. You don't right. have to return any energy. Right. 
You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. You all you have to do, and they big on that in social media, like yeah. especially women right now. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna speak bad on women because I love women, right? But I love them too, but they're a piece of work, right? Yeah. But they always say I'm reciprocating energy. Mm. So they're giving the same energy that you put forth, whatever it may be. Mm. In a relationship with somebody that you actually are with, that makes sense. Right. But I'm saying like they, to anybody. Like I know. If, if you're courting them or trying to date them or whatever. Let it out. I'm, I, I think I'm I'm I got debunking. something. I'm, that's what I'm debunking. Okay. Like, like, get, you don't treat, get on his ass, man. You don't treat get on him. Don't let him talk right. to you like that. Because <laughs> one dude hurts your feelings. Exactly. You don't, don't agree with him. Transferring that don't agree with him. I agree with that. Don't agree with him. He debunked you. Look, I've been in a situation where, you know, from past events and past uh, relationships that the young lady was in, mm-hmm. they treat me differently. Mm-hmm. Because of that, mm. and I, all I did was give love. But they don't know how to receive it. That's a different thing, man. That's you true. know, they don't know how I to mean, they it. don't know how to receive it. But it's like at the same time, you got to understand what's going on in front of you. Right, mm. right. You can't, you can't, you like. It would be wrong for me to project something on you, and mm. I don't even know you. Right. So but, you don't know me. You gonna trust me, or do I have to earn that trust? I mean, I give respect. So yeah. if I don't know you. I'm going to respect you until you give me a reason otherwise. I like that. Give me some on that, man. That's how it's supposed to be. For sure. But Joker's going to be doing that. We, we know. I you. can't even do a fist bump on that because I'm going to respect you even if you don't respect me. Yeah. I agree. Because that's for me. Right. That ain't about I you. Agree. That deserves a fist pump. I like both I of your answers. That. I agree All right. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's understandable. Right. That's understandable. I mean, and it's understandable yeah. if you choose not to respect that person because they disrespectful. Right. Right. Or they rude to you. Right. I but for me, like I said a long time ago, well, about the last 10 years of my life, I started respecting the man that can walk away. Grace started looking cool to me more than like brute. Got you. Okay. You know what I mean? I Being you. graceful. Being 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 a bigger person, mm-hmm. that stuff started mattering to me more than like how does he do that? Right. He just he just spit at him, mm-hmm. and he did nothing. Mm. He just threw a stone at him. He did nothing. Mm. He just told him, "Yeah, I had a guy in church tell me that he was gonna whoop my ass." In church. In church. He didn't directly say. It. He said, "If I was somebody else." That's two times you didn't no, talk a lot. No, 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 Now I can't believe nothing you talking about. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> clarifying. It's not. All right, all right, no, I'm all right. clarifying. I got you. I got you. I'm clarifying that he made that type of threat to me, and you was able to. Well, and, it was just, and I was able to let that fly. Was it the surrounding the environment too, though? No, because it was just it was just four of us talking. Because see, I probably wouldn't let him go if we was dead church, but if we was like around the corner. I probably, you know what I mean? Gave him some smoke, nah, man. Because I don't need to prove to him that I'm yeah. a man. Yeah. Right. I don't need to My show thing is him how, that it, he it, need to respect me. It, what's, what's, what's bad about me is, is I'm a good person, but this is how you catch me too, man. Because <laughs> I'm not. Look, it's Everybody always. Everybody have days. It's all, yeah, it's Everybody always a spiritual battle, man. Everybody has days. One of the hardest things for me to do mm-hmm. is the aftermath. Yeah. The aftermath of me being the bigger person right. was the hardest. It took me a year. Yeah. I was looking for him. <laughs> I was hoping Talk that about I'm it. walking into the store Talk about and he walked me mm. on, the, on the way to the store and I let, it hat, let right. him have it. Right, right, right. I was waiting for that moment. I swear mm. on my t- <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for that to happen. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But that was that boy. Yeah. 
that that boy's telling me I need to prove to him that he can't talk to me. But sometimes like that. I wake up, I'm a boy, man. Um, I mean, not wake up as a boy. I wake up as a man, but something going on throughout the day, man. I get I needed I get to prove that I wasn't that. Right. I wasn't who he can do that to. Right. And that ate at me for an entire year. And I had to go back into God. Yeah, man. To like, hey, man, heal this. Fight this off of me. Right. Because this, this ain't where it's at. Right. I don't need to show him that I'm a man. Right. I don't need to show him that I can beat him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, um, it's a lot. It's a lot with um going from a boy to a man. And uh, I, I wish there's a lot of young men out there that's calling themselves men. Listen to this podcast. Start with something simple. Too. Start with something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's too many facets, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's any situation in life. You can be like, oh, how does a man react in this situation? How are we supposed to move through um, that part, that passage in life? Right. So, I mean, you can have a podcast about being a man. Yeah. Like a whole podcast. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just all, every was, week, something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an ongoing could. thing. It's an ongoing thing. You we could. probably need a part two to this. We'll probably do. Yeah, we could. Yeah, this could go three hours. This yeah. Could go, <laughs> this yeah. Could go and I don't want to run away like time. Going, going back to Genesis. Mm-hmm. The, re- the reason I brought up Genesis is that's where we learn how Adam was created yeah. and, and the roles that Adam took on mm-hmm. and his responsibilities and duties. Mm-hmm. That's where we learn all that at. Mm-hmm. If you just look at that and look at it with a spiritual open-mindedness right. and, and think about God puts you in place to lord over things. Yes. He puts you in place to be the protection and provisional for your wife and your kids. There you go. And to love them and everything else. Yeah. So responsibility and integrity mm. matter a lot, a lot when you talk about being a man. It does. It does. That's my two cents. You can spend it or you can save it. I want to save it so I can spend more. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think um, you should save a little bit of it, whatever you want. Yeah, but like, you know, to me, I don't... A lot of dudes think... I got married, I had children, I'm not in the streets, I got soft. And it's not that at all. I grew. It's evolution, right? Right, I grew, I, I grew, I evolved, right? But don't get it messed up, because it's like riding a bike. I haven't rode a 10 speed in I don't know how long, you know, I'm driving now. Yeah. But I can still jump on that bike. I don't want to do that. Excuse me? That's what I was saying. I, yeah, I don't want to do that, but I'm just letting... These dudes know that you can grow. It don't make you soft. I'm still the same you, person. You uh, brought up Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince was one of those things for you, right? Mm-hmm. As Like growing yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Bordeaux, man. Right. You remember the episode where Will goes back to Philly? Mm-hmm. And he's looking for an old boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's looking for old go. boy. He's like, yeah. oh, you don't remember me? I'm, I'm Lil Willie. You know, you, the spinning, right, right, you right. Know, spinning me in the credits mm-hmm. and all that. Oh, yeah. Chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he over here trying to fight him. Uh-huh. And he's still back on right. eight, eight years ago. Right, or right, how long right. Ago, how long ago it was. Yeah. And he's like, nah. It's like, I don't fight. Yeah. It's like, that's not me anymore. Yeah. He over here, like youth development he's, mm-hmm. he's with the kids keeping them right. out of the street right like it's that it's just that and it's a bad thing I lost a lot of I, I lose a lot of people a lot and I always get phone calls but when you change for the better that doesn't mean everyone else changes around you and it doesn't mean that everybody accepts and respects your change 
So a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, get into things because of that. You know well, what I mean? I, I think about it like this. That was nice. I like that. Do it again. There's a lot of <laughs> relationships. A lot of times are seasonal. Just period. Like yeah. any kind of relationship. I was thinking about that today mm. in terms of like even like relationship with your parents. Yeah. Can be seasonal. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like. Me what thinking do you mean? I like I like this I like this guy. What do you what do you mean? What do I mean? To talk to him. I'm on his side. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Okay, like what I was do you mean? Thinking, what do you mean? I was just thinking about this podcast today while I was driving over here. I'm like, yo, so up until 14 for me, mm-hmm. it's like my parents were together. Mm-hmm. They were in my life as a unit and mm-hmm. perceived by me, right? Of course, there had to be something going on. I understand. So, please, look at him and tell him. <laughs> I'm with you. There had to be something going on where <laughs> they weren't a unit, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, it's crazy to me because, like, even now in my adulthood, I, I can talk to my dad, right. whether it be every week or every month right. or every couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's seasonal in yeah. the sense that I have to go out and find certain things for myself not meaning that it's just spring right not just yeah it's not just spring it's not like Mm -hmm. it's not like all the time they're supposed to be with you because you got to grow and adapt to things going on Mm -hmm. in your life Mm -hmm. right and like with friends all the time Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i have a best friend that i grew up with since 15 10 years in the game like me and her are great right a girl yeah don't don't entertain us. Look, I see what's going. We, we can stop. We can stop. You can you can have a best. You can have a best friend that's a female. Right. We can pause that's that. Another episode. We can pause. See, that. he want to dig into you, we man. Can pause that. I will not let you do that because he's a guest <laughs> and I want him to come back. Hey, come back. Don't let him do it to you, man. Don't so, let him do that to you. Like you know, sometimes I, I have been there for her when, like, her life has been terrible. Yeah. And her her mind True and, friend. and like um, in my mind too is like yo that's depression like you need to if you need to talk call me if you need you know you need we need to go out to eat so you right. can just like get your mind out of whatever's going you. on he's like, over here conjuring up right. something so just don't right. pay no attention just right let here. me know right mm-hmm. so like I've seen all that and like you know she's a, a businesswoman now like she's okay. got a lot going on she's still in school she's trying to be a doctor. She's um, a full-time leasing Ooh. consultant. She got things right, going on. Yeah, we get it. Right. So, anyways, like, you know, not all the time is she available mm-hmm. to me. Right. And I'm not always available, available to her. her now. Right, right. Like, it can be seasonal. People will be in your life for right. a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Right. Never forget that. And even in a lifetime, mm-hmm. it can be on and, and it can be off. For a whole right. lifetime. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as long as you maintain that relationship, you do it. Right. So, anybody want to say anything before we leave out what i want to do is i want to thank everybody for listening again once again Amen. subscribe listen like share please comment please comment please comment usually we'll do the um sports us, at the end but we're not gonna do that today yeah let us know what y'all y'all transition was from boy to man right let us know how that, that how that went for you and if, if y'all share. want a part two let us know as well yeah yeah let us know about that because there's some meaty subjects that uh, parts of this conversation that we we didn't dive all the way into, right? But we're gonna bring it back. Definitely, we here to stay, fellas. For sure. Um, John, 
Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate thank you, my brother. Thank you for yeah. inviting me. No doubt, man. Let me contribute. To I appreciate both of y'all, man, and I, and I and I, I like I like to talk, man, because I also I learned some things from y'all. You get what I'm saying? And um, that's what it's about. It's about growing and keeping people up. And, and for the listeners, man, we're trying to save a lot of lives and, and change some things and make things better. But from our perspective, so we never wrong. Am I right? Right. <laughs> as long as you believe it. As long as you believe it. All right, man. Thank you, man. We love y'all for listening in. Yeah. Keep God in your chest and your breasts. And to the ones that, that that voted and got what you wanted, I'm happy for y'all. I, I clap y'all up. <laughs> they don't know what they got yet. They don't know. They don't know. They don't remember, and, everybody, watch out for John because he got road rage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got to watch him. And um, before we sign out, man, rest in peace to King Vaughn and my condolences to him, his family, and his loved ones, man. All we got to we we stop this, this violence. Yeah. That gun violence is dead, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we need to let that go. Gotta let it go. Let it go. It's more to being a man than getting upset with somebody and getting angry at somebody. Yeah, man. Right. Too many lives are being lost because somebody's trying to prove that they're a man. All we right. gotta stop that. Alright. So y'all stay blessed. Follow us on Facebook, all social media. We'll yes. be back next week. Yep. Yo you. Cut different. Hashtag cut different. I want to add that to that. Can I talk to the people? Talk, talk to them. Cut. Cut. Get, get, get your, cut get your shout outs, man. You know get what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going to bring this energy up real quick on this quote. Cutting is always up. You know I'm going to Hashtag cut different. Hashtag it now. Yes, sir. Be blessed.